0: Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday, and this is day 16 of our 40-day journey through the season of Lent. We began this season by hearing the truth about our sin and the limits of our own powers. But we also hear the clear promise of God's steadfast and abiding love for us, the amazing grace of God that has saved us in Jesus Christ our Lord. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O God, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Praise to the blessed and holy Trinity, to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God who gives us life, salvation, and resurrection. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. A reading from John chapter 4. Just then the disciples came. They were astonished that Jesus was speaking with a woman, but no one said, What do you want? Or, Why are you speaking with her? Then the woman left her water jar and went back to the city. She said to the people, Come and see a man who told me everything I have ever done. He cannot be the Messiah, can he? They left the city and were on their way to him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, Surely no one has brought him something to eat. And Jesus said to him, to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, and to complete his work. Do you not say, Four months more, then comes the harvest. But I tell you, Look around you, and see how the fields are ripe for harvesting. The reaper is already receiving wages and, the gathering for, and is gathering fruit for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not labor. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. Many Samaritans from the city believed in him because of the woman's testimony, He told me everything I have ever done. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, It is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this truly is the Savior of the world." Jesus' encounter with the woman of Samaria changes her life. First and most importantly, by giving her faith in Jesus, and that restores that relationship between her and her God. And then, by her witness, and finally, by the change in her standing within the community. Jesus has promised to give her a living water that springs up to eternal life. Her faith in him is that living water. But God's grace is a gift of gifts, and we see that at the end that she is no longer an outcast or a cursed woman who had five husbands. But she is now a woman who is beloved by God, and the woman who introduces a whole entire town and village to faith in the Messiah, the Son of God, the Savior of the world. Her disgrace, her loneliness, her pain is changed to uh, to joy, to to glory, to welcome, to love, as God lifts her up and makes her whole. But what are Jesus' disciples to make of all this? When they return from getting food in the village, they find Jesus with this woman, but they don't ask him about her. Still, Jesus takes the chance to teach them about how in him the kingdom of God has come near, Compares it to a harvest, saying that the harvest is now ripe, and and they are joined in that work of of, of, of harvesting God's uh, gifts of faith in the lives of people, and that is why it seemed necessary that Jesus came to this village in Samaria. Typically, Jewish travelers would avoid Samaria as they went from Galilee to Jerusalem. They'd keep their distance from Samaritans, and as we heard in the story, they they would avoid these villages because they don't do things in common with Samaritans. And I'm sure that such a conflict worked both ways, with Samaritans not being too fond of Jewish people, especially those pilgrims that would trample through their homes and villages, drink from their wells. And yet, for some reason, it was necessary that Jesus travel to Samaria. Now we know why. God had decided at this time to have mercy on this woman, to answer her prayers and the salvation that came to the entire village. The woman has shown the disciples what it means to bear witness to Christ, to invite people to come and see Jesus, just as Jesus invited us to come and see, and then to trust that those who meet Jesus will, by the grace of God and the work of the Holy Spirit, come to faith as well. So as we start to realize this week and start to call to mind those stories of how God has changed and transformed us, how God has healed our pain, taken away our shame, has given us this great message and united us to God's grace, who is it that we might share that gift of grace with this week by inviting them to come and see and get to know Jesus for themselves? For the sustaining goodness of your creation for the new creation in christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness for the gift of relationship with others and for the communion of faith in your church for who else for what else are we thankful merciful god of might renew this weary world heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, for people who live in neighborhoods that is afflicted by violence, for those who look to bring peace and harmony in the world and in their community, for those who follow Jesus' example and love all, and serve all people who work to bring communities together. For those who work to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. For all who are sick, and for those who mourn and grieve. For those who struggle with illnesses of body, mind, and spirit. For the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else? For what else do we ask today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Ever living God, author of creation, we give you thanks for your gift of water that brings life and refreshes the earth. We bless and praise you, for by water and the word we are cleansed from sin and receive everlasting life. Join us again this day to the saving death of Christ. Renew in us the living fountain of your grace and raise us with Christ Jesus to live in newness of life. For you are merciful, and you love your whole creation. With all of your creatures we give you glory. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, who gives you new birth through water and the Holy Spirit, and forgives you all of your sin, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.